Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love and success in your life today. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer. I am so happy you are here with me today because this is an area that I really have struggled with and I'm going to be exposing myself. I'm going to be telling you some deep secrets of mine, my inner thoughts, my inner feelings and I'm pleased that if any of this helps you to have a happier life, to have happier relationships, to feel better and create something better, then I've done my job. I've made a difference. So I'm going to be exposing some of my weakest areas. So if I'm so amazing, then why am I still single? This is a question that I used to ask myself internally time and time again. I just used to think it. This happened for several years especially after comments like, I can't believe you're single. Don't lie, you must have someone tucked away. I bet you have them lining up at your doorstep. And whether it's pity, disbelief, or care that they are showing, it's awkward. Especially if it's, you know, your uncle, your grandparents, your parents, school friends, well-meaning people, you know, sometimes, and sometimes it's even cringeworthy if it comes from, like, your boss or someone like that. And it's awkward because it causes that same niggling question to surface again. Is there something wrong with me? Why am I single? So do you want to know why so many people struggle with finding love? So many people struggle with finding incredible relationships. No, it's not because there aren't any good women or men out there or because you're in the wrong job, profession or you're in the wrong time of your life. That means, you know, you've got the children or you're too busy at work or you're too old. And it's definitely not because the kind of love and relationship that you want doesn't exist The three main reasons that people struggle with relationships are one, they are ambivalent. They say they want a relationship, yet they are secretly happy to be single. This was me for years. I could write a book on this alone. Number two reason, equally as powerful, is they don't believe that it's possible for them, especially after a divorce or a long, dry spell of not being in a relationship. And number three is they haven't understood that finding love is about being persistent and about being patient. So these are the three main reasons. And so I'm going to be talking to you about these three. And if you have any comments or you'd like to share any of your views, then please do feel free to email me at nicola at purepeacecoaching.com or you can also connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook, which is my Nicola Beer, my company name, or on various different 
other platforms just like YouTube and things like that so just just feel free to google me and and ask me if you've got any other questions around any of this so number one is ambivalence ambivalence can be hard to spot it takes a great deal of self-awareness an ambivalent person may say they want a relationship and mean it and yet they don't or they've got some deeper things they may go on numerous dates They may try an online dating site, yet either consciously or unconsciously, they wonder, am I better off single? Will I, will being in a relationship limit my career? Will I be miserable? Will I compromise too much? Will I be too vulnerable? Will I lose my freedom? Is love even worth it? Ambivalent relationship seekers want love but only if that also means that they can avoid pain, hold on to their lifestyle, keep their freedom, achieve their career goals, not spend any extra money, stay in control. So it's really where you want romance, you want love, and yet something else, something you value equally or more gets in the way or competes and as the values compete and conflict they sabotage anything that gets in its way like a relationship speaking from personal experience I would go on dates with people and set them up and then cancel them because my business was more important or I didn't want to not be able to get up the next morning uh, you know, at a reasonable time, I don't want to be tired, or I thought, no, they're probably not right, or you know, anything or might in, it limit my chance of the lifestyle that I want to live. And these competing values do sabotage it. And I remember dating some people where they would cancel a date, and rather than being upset that they would cancel a date, I think, yes, that means I can focus on my business. Or that means I can do this. And that clearly is a conflict going on somewhere. And I've had women come here, and men actually, who will say, I want to be in a relationship, but this is how it looks like for me. Two hours on a Tuesday night, two hours on a Saturday night, and a few hours on a Sunday morning. That's what I'm happy to give. Well, that's what, how, how it's going to look like. Now, it's good to be aware of what you want, but there needs to be a little bit of flexibility. And normally, if there's a, if, if there's a conflict to those set hours or that set time, then, no, don't want it, it's not right for me. So these are some of the things that we need to be aware of in order to have a fulfilling relationship and finding love. Coaching many individuals through this, I often find the same competing values. As I mentioned, career and business, that's a very common one. Other ones have athletic goals. I've worked with lots of triathletes and triathlons. uh, And what I found is that some of them, they really don't want anything to affect their performance. And so I've had men that say, I can't date anyone, Nicola, because I'm on a really intensive protein diet. So therefore I need to eat 
certain huge amount of protein at all these set times. Alcohol is poison at the moment in my training plan. I don't want that to come into my life. So what I really need to do is I need to do X, Y, Z and a woman would interfere with that. And then they might say, well, I can have two nights off a month so I can see them, I can date two nights a month. But we all know in reality that we need to be a little bit adaptable. So having a coach or having someone to work with, even if you just talk to your friends about it, but just say, you know, if you're struggling a bit, saying, am I being realistic here? Am I, am I, have I got too set and rigid in certain way things should be? And other lifestyle habits can sometimes get in the way of people having relationships, competing values. There are lots of people who want to have a relationship but have children and they're single and they you know, have their children that are they, they really care about and sometimes they use the children as an excuse. And so it's about how can we find a way where you can have and be there for your children, have your family and yet still have a relationship and working with someone, just sometimes being self-aware. I mean, I had to just completely get honest with myself. And getting honest can be difficult. Getting honest can be pretty ugly at times when we're honest with ourselves and when we say, that's me, you know. When I started doing all this relationship coaching and helping people find love, I was in shock at all the games that I was playing, all the things I was doing that are sabotaging myself. And there I was thinking, well, I really want a relationship. And yet my behaviour, my thinking was irrational, (laughs) was completely against the kind of person that would attract a relationship. Feeling stressed when you have to see someone for longer than you need to. I mean, I was working with one lady, she came here and she said to me I really want a relationship and I said okay what what does a relationship look like to you and she said well two hours on a Saturday night and two hours on a Sunday morning I can stay over sometimes and then one night during the week three hours I said right okay so what if your partner needs you for more or what if your partner can't do Saturdays or Sundays and then there was this shock well, okay, maybe I need to be a bit more adaptable. Maybe I need to change. Or if not, then you can look for that person that's going to meet that absolute ideal, but you just need to be ready that it may take you longer. You may have to filter through. Ambivalent people sometimes are aware of their own patterns. Now, if they're aware of their own patterns, this is what they sound like. I've met some really great men, but maybe I can do better. Or I'm ready to commit, but I'm not willing to stop doing this. I really want to be married, but I'm terrified of it going wrong again. Or I'm concerned that making these sacrifices won't be worth it. So maybe I will, maybe I won't. When ambivalence is unconscious, it can be even more difficult to spot its sabotaging ways. As I said, I really didn't know that I had this. I really didn't know how much I was sabotaging my own chances of having a loving, 
warm relationship. So if you find yourself ending relationships before they've even had a chance to flourish, guilty. Using your career, business or children as an excuse not to be more involved, guilty. Going to great lengths to protect your freedom, guilty. There is a chance that you are ambivalent and are unintentionally ruining your chances. Awareness is the first step in any change. So congratulate yourself for being aware. Now let's look at the second thing that keeps most people single, and that is beliefs. If you wholeheartedly want a relationship and haven't had much success, it can often be down to our beliefs. Our beliefs create our reality. If you believe that you will never find the right person, or that you're too old, too fat, too short, too poor, too successful, too outgoing, too quiet, too busy, or any other excuse that you tell yourself, then that can become your reality. Many women and many men after divorce think that they will never find love again. Becoming aware of our unconscious beliefs and changing them is key to finding someone. It's an area that I address in all of my coaching because it's so important to understand what are these deeper rooted beliefs because they interfere with our conscious desires for love and connection. I once dated a guy who on our third date told me that he would never live with a woman again. And I said, okay, what, what do you mean? And he said, well, if I get married or if I'm with someone in a long-term relationship, then we'll always have our own separate homes. And they can have their place, I can have my place. We don't need to be living together. I'm never going to live with a, a woman again. And that was based on his past experience. And for me personally, I thought, well, this relationship isn't really going to go anywhere because clearly he's got a lot of scars from the past and he's not ready for what I'm ready for. I want someone who's going to be committing to me and not someone that doesn't want any commitment at all. And he, you know, he said, um, we became friends and he still has that belief and it's five years on and you know, he may meet someone else that's gone through a difficult time and thinks, yeah, I'm happy to, to be with someone that we never lived together. But for me, that wasn't true. You know, that, that wasn't what I wanted. So it's really clear also to be um, in touch with what you want. And I'm going to be, don't worry, I'm going to be sharing some tips at the end. I'm not just going to leave this all open and exposed and not give some, some good quality tips at the end. So beliefs. I had another lady who believed that men will always leave her for younger women. And that happened three times in her life. And I have men who believe that all women only want their money. And so they would find that all these women would only really want their money. And so what I'm trying to say is here, what we believe becomes our reality. And I don't know if you've heard this from Gandhi. He said, a human being is but the product of his thoughts, what he thinks he becomes. And then he says, your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, 
Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. Which is why in the ambivalence I mentioned values. That's why they can have so much power if they compete. So it's about finding alignment in life. And that's part of what coaching does and what you can do for yourself. is looking at how to align your life when everything works in harmony. And so it's really about working with a coach that's going to help you get real. I needed to have help to get real on me. <laughs> I had to face my own challenges with myself. And, and I started using this with other people and people were able to find love. So if you think limiting beliefs are ruining your chances, get in touch and let's discuss how you can break that cycle. Now the third reason that many men and women are still single is their lack of persistence and patience. So the way to successfully achieve any goal, be it financial, career or physical, is to know exactly what you want, take consistent action to get there, and be in the state of desiring, not needing it. Finding a relationship is no different. Yet very few singles are willing to keep going when they experience a disappointment. They will decide after one bad date, that's awful. Try a dating site, have a bad experience or not find anyone in a month and think, well, that's it. This is rubbish. I'm quitting. And what happens is they give up. Yet finding love requires a balance of patience and of persistence. Patience, without persistence, is often laziness, procrastination or ambivalence. Persistence, without patience, can easily lead to desperation, anxiety, despair, neediness. Whenever we get to a point of needing anything in life, we push it away, it repels. It's good to be able to want love. It's good to be able to want to meet an incredible partner to be with, a life partner. It's good to want to be married and have children. But when there's a need, a desperation, it just pushes it completely away. So what's really key about all of this is setting yourself up to win. Now what I'm going to be doing now is I'm going to go through a checklist of what you need to do to set yourself up to win. And if you want to read this, then all you need to do is have a look on my LinkedIn page, Nicola Beer, where I have all my posts listed. You can add me using nicola at or check out my blog, which is www.purepeacecoaching forward slash blog. And every single episode that I write, that I produce podcasts about, is written. Here is a checklist. This is about setting yourself up to win. And some of these may come easy to you and some may not. Some areas you may want to do, some areas you may not. But this is generally a, a checklist for finding love. Do you know what exactly the type of person you want and don't want? Are you clear on the lifestyle that you want to have and share together? Do you have a strategy to increase your chances for meeting them? Do you feel confident in yourself and can you act confident without overdoing it? 
Have you got a list of interesting topics or areas to talk about for the first few dates? Preferably that include, or don't include, sorry, work or exes or domestic duties. Now you need to have a good list of topics which are exciting, which entice people. In fact, everyone's attracted to people that are passionate about something. It doesn't matter what you're passionate about. It's about having a passion. It just, people find it really attractive. And do you know enough about online dating and are familiar with the do's and don'ts? Are you prepared emotionally for dating and for meeting new people? And if you're using a matchmaking firm, have you researched it and selected a reputable one? So these are some of the questions that you need to ask yourself and need to get a yes answer to for you to set yourself up to win. So searching for love doesn't have to be a struggle. If you sincerely want an intimate partner, you are already beyond the biggest and toughest hurdle, which is that ambivalence that I mentioned. Because if you aren't certain altogether that you want a relationship, then you need to take a look at this issue and how to move beyond it. And this is what I had to do. I had to strip myself bare of all the things that I was doing to sabotage my chances. And through eliminating inner conflicts and having a solid strategy for getting there, you'll be well on your way to finding love. Many find hiring a relationship expert or matchmaking company can help them get there faster or can help them if they're too busy. Whichever path you choose, meeting someone special can enrich your life and make your fondest dreams come true. Just don't give up on your dream. It will happen to you. Just need to keep going. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that there's something useful in this. From my heart to yours, take care. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.